Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most American podcast network. Just a quick disclaimer. We are not medical doctors, therapists, or dietitians. So please check with an allied health professional before making any changes. Hey everybody and welcome to this week's episode of Super Gym Friends. I'm Joel. I'm Adam. And I'm Zach. And this week in Fit Zach, the basics of exercise programming part one. programming so that's just like what i'm gonna do yeah yeah like sitting at a desk we like put in the coat no 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 no. okay programming is how are we going to what are we going to do in a day what are we Mm going to do in a week and how are we going to like manipulate it or make it so that it's going to help us achieve all of the goals that we want to be achieving Mm. doing it in the most optimal way possible okay yeah all right so what's step one let's dive straight in yeah so step one uh, it's important to understand how many times a week do you want to be training so everybody's different Mm -hmm. and what i hope to do in this episode is give you the different (laughs) options where you can go cool these are the options for like what i can do what i want to put in Mm -hmm. and so i'm going to go like this 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 like you're going to Click your boxes and then Pick and it'll choose. make up your is program. Is one of the options never? Yeah. Is is that? Is that yes. Cool. But oh, the progress you will make from that is unfortunately nothing at all. But I won't lose progress. <laughs> 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 well, see, the, the look that you're giving me now means that it's not 100% a yes. Oh, I can tell you it is 100% a yes. Oh, well, then don't give me like a... But, like, it's not instantaneous. <laughs> it's like after five years, you're like, oh, no, or two, or one. It's more like 20. Like, when we get older, once we hit, like, the, like 40, it's 35, 40, that's when we start to, like, atrophy without proper weightlifting. Are okay. muscles like yeah. plants where they like it when you don't water them for a really long time? Then you have a manic episode where you water them just, like, every fucking day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I heard that's the, what's best for them, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. yeah. Well, and if you sing to them as well, ah, sing yeah. to the muscles, that also helps them The grow. smell of rot in my house is awful. <laughs> <laughs> so as a man who is rapidly approaching uh, 35, what? What? What did you say about muscles? What? Hmm? Um, nothing. Don't worry. Okay, <laughs> no, no, no. Cool. I've uh, seen so, fit old people. Don't worry. Uh, okay, cool, cool. What happens is like we essentially like our body, as we like start from like a young child, we continue to grow, 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 grow until about like that 35, 40. And then we start to 
not. Okay. <laughs> we start to go in the other direction. Uh-huh. Where we've like finished right. our regular development and without and then we start heading towards the grave. Sick. Look yeah, forward to it. Look All in right. a in a not like oh god in a nihilistic way like yes not nihilistic in old a people aren't negative because way, they're going back say. to the underworld <laughs> <laughs> um, so essentially like we hit a point where if you do not continue or you don't do any sort of weightlifting mm-hmm. you will have just natural muscle atrophy okay which is where the body will just break down the tissue because it can't sustain it so we don't want this we don't need it we're good. We we tried our best. We shot our shot. Well, especially like done. it does want it. it. It does want it, and it definitely needs it. Okay, but it's just like, oh, you're then not doing anything for me up? to have. Like we need this, but you you're not doing anything for me. Okay. Um. So, getting a little bit back on topic. Yes. Yeah. So when we figure out like how many days a week do we want to be training, we can then break that down and like use it to decide what split we want to be doing. So what is a split? Split is our breakdown of what muscle groups we're going to be training throughout mm-hmm. a week. And there's a lot of different styles of splits. Mm. The main ones are a full body split, which is best for somebody who's doing three days a week. Mm-hmm. So full body is when we do all of our body parts. So like chest, arms, shoulders, back. Knees and toes. <laughs> Knees and toes. <laughs> as well as our legs all on the one day. Uh-huh. You'll be getting a lower volume for that, but it's like really good for three days a week because you get high frequencies as well. Okay. So, all right. So, three days, which is, I'm assuming, the lowest um, amount yes, of that's that you're going to recommend. Very good in a point. Week. So, we want to have, like, speaking specifically for beginners, yeah. the minimum that we ever want to be training is three days a week. Okay. You won't be making much progress or any at all if you're going less than three days a week. Two days a week, it's almost like, mm, well, well done for moving. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well done for moving. You're not going to make much progress, okay. though. I have a question, but continue onwards with the different levels. No, give me your question first. Well, so we are currently on three days a week. Yep. Myself and Joel. And we are not doing all body workouts. You have us doing the three that we get are push, pull, and leg. Yes. So the reason for that is because you're very limited in the equipment that you have. Okay. If I were to throw you into a gym, mm-hmm. I'll get them listeners. Just you wait. <laughs> it's happening soon. <laughs> uh, if I were to throw you in the gym where we have a lot more options, but there's more variety that you can do in the gym, then I would probably put you back on a full body as well. Okay. But I think also maybe not necessarily with my clients. I like to do a, it's not what I would do for programmed people who are like, I'm just doing online programming. It's maybe a little bit less optimal, but for when I'm training in person with somebody, even if it's once a week and they're doing three days a week, I like to do upper lower full body. So I alternate between doing an upper body session with them one week, a lower body session with them another week, and then a full body is what they do on their own. Okay. The reason for that is because like, I like to be there where we get to like push it that little bit harder mm-hmm. for specifically our upper body, or we push it a little bit harder specifically for our lower body, and it makes it a little bit more fun, mm. both for me as a trainer, but also for the people who are training with me. Okay. So, And with that, you still get good frequency, so... Even before we dive a little bit deeper in, mm. I think it's important to talk about a few of the things that we want to be optimizing when we're like deciding how we're going to program our sessions. Mm. So some of those principles, our main one is going to be important is frequency. So how often in the week are you going to be training a muscle and why is that important? So the minimum we really want to be training each muscle group is twice a week. It's like minimum, but it's also like that's a really good spot. 
So the reason for that is we're not going to allow a period of time throughout the week where the muscle does not have a stimulus to recover from. So imagine we don't have that. So imagine we're just doing legs once a week, upper mm-hmm. body once a week, whatever it is. Mm. So we train legs on Monday. Then after three or four days, so let's say by like Thursday, Friday, the legs are fully recovered. Mm-hmm. At that point, you have Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all of this time where the legs could have another stimulus applied to them where they could recover from. And that recovery, remember, is how we make that progress. Yeah. And all of that time, the legs are just fully recovered. Nothing's happening. Okay. So if we increase the frequency with which we train muscles, mm. so we go, I'm going to train my legs on Monday and I'm going to train them on Thursday. Mm. Then we have recovery from Monday to Wednesday mm-hmm. where the legs are growing, they're developing, they're getting stronger, getting bigger, whatever it is. Then they're fully healed by Thursday, but then we're training them again. So they don't have that period of rest. They get their full recovery. Like they're resting when they're recovering, but then we don't have like time where they're just doing nothing. So it's, it's like uh, maybe the exercise and recovery together is kind of like, I don't, I, I don't know. It's like pushing a ball up a hill and then the, you don't want it. You don't want to stop or you don't want enough time for the ball to start sliding back down. It won't go back down. It's just not as optimal. Like if you do legs okay. once a week, oh, okay. you're still going to make progress, Ah, but you're not going to make okay. as much progress. So this is what I'm talking about with- You're optimizing. All right. Optimizing. You're, that's yeah, it. You're not you, doing legs at all a week is enough to get some progress, yep. but you want as much progress as possible. Yeah. We want to like okay. wring out that towel, like get every last drop of progress from our body. Yep. Hmm. So that's why frequency is important. We mm-hmm. also want to consider volume. So depending on our goals, our volume will be different, but more specifically for like hypertrophy work, which I feel is what a lot of people mm-hmm. are listening will be interested in is like building up that muscle or mm-hmm. using volume training to lose that weight because we're burning more energy. So volume is important because we want to be having high volume. So training a muscle. So volume is normally sets per muscle group per week. Mm-hmm. So we want to be training with enough volume that we're eliciting optimal, at least enough volume for hypertrophy, for weight loss. Hmm. Striking, like with the calorie maintenance deficit and what's the one where you take too much? Surplus. Surplus, thank you. Like with that, it's kind of like a balancing act of you want to hit the, well, not all, okay, it's not exactly like that, but there are the three concepts of you can be exercising too much not enough or the sweet spot where you've got enough recovery time, but you're not doing like nothing as well. There's not like a lot of time where the muscle is not doing anything, but unlike with the calorie one where all three are useful at different points with this one, you kind of only ever want that sweet spot in the middle. hundred percent. All right. Yeah. So when we're talking about like training and like trying to balance that, like volume stimulus recovery, the two terms that we want to like remember is MRV, so maximum recoverable volume. Mm-hmm. So that is our upper limit, like our upper threshold for progress we can make. So beyond the maximum recoverable volume, we will be what's called like overtraining, which is where we're training the body too much so that it does not progress. It actually regresses. So we get... Oh, so both, well, training not enough doesn't have the backward sliding, but training too much has the backward sliding. Well, training not enough does have backward sliding. Yeah. 
Oh, we'll, get, we'll get to that. Forget right. about that now. Yeah, like, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm right after. Yeah, I'm muddling things. Go but on. So maximum recoverable volume. Like, say there's like an arbitrary line. Mm-hmm. So like, this is our maximum recoverable volume. Let's say it's, I don't know. We're just putting 50 on it. Yeah. If you would go to 51, rather than progress, you're actually going to go down. So you're going to lose muscle because you're putting too much of a stimulus on, you're training too hard, things like that. That's a very difficult place to get to. Yeah. Like, it's not something that, is very easy to do, particularly okay. as a beginner. You, mm. Your body's like naturally going to like take itself a little bit easier. Mm. Over-exercising is only ever bad. It's not going to have any benefits. Over-exercising? Yeah, not giving yourself enough recovery time. Yep. Is that Over-training, only- we'll say. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that only ever bad? Is there no benefit to that? Yep. All right. That's it. Just wanted but to confirm. What we want to do, so the, way, the reason that like programming is important, diet's mm. important, we want to juggle all of our variables in a way that we get as close to that line, that 50 line, that MRV as possible because the progress we make at 30 versus the progress we make right at that MRV, that 50 is so much better. Like we're going to be, obviously there's diminishing returns, Mm -hmm. which is, I don't think we've talked about diminishing returns yet, but it's a concept where when you start off, Mm -hmm. somebody who's never trained in the gym before, the progress they make in a short period of time when they first start is really extreme. They're going to make lots of great progress. Yeah. But as time goes on and they continue to advance, they will be making less and less progress as they go on. And so keeping, if you want to like look into it, look up diminishing returns on Google, go into images. It's just got a lovely graph, which is very easy to understand. (laughs) Like it's something that's going to play an effect in a lot of the principles of our training. So frequency has diminishing returns. Okay. Once a week versus twice a week, huge benefit. Hmm. It's twice a, a week versus three times a week, not as big of a benefit. Three times a, a week versus four times a week, not as much again. Exactly. Good. Yeah. So we have MRV, maximum mm-hmm. recoverable volume at mm. the top end. That's what we want to be getting as close to as possible without going over. Yeah. But very unlikely that anybody's going to go over. Okay. On the bottom end, we have minimum effective dose. So like minimum effective volume. Mm-hmm. So that's... The amount that you need to train mm-hmm. to see any improvement, to see any improvement, or to stay the same as you are. Okay. The real minimum effective dose is the stimulus applied to the muscle, so that you do not elicit atrophy. You do not lose muscle. I've been thinking about or this for, strength. Yeah, I've been thinking about this for a little while because a mate of mine has recently started doing push-ups every night before bed, mm-hmm. and. I, I forget how many, but he does the same amount of push-ups every day. And I don't want to discourage that sort of stuff. But also in the back of my mind, I'm like, are you seeing a lot of anything from that? You will. What he will see mm. is he'll be getting better and better at push-ups. <laughs> if he continues to do 50, he will. Well, unfortunately, he 20, won't be getting. I okay, or 10, I forget. Sorry, 10, 20, whatever it is. Like at a point. If you just continue to do 20, you will not make any more progress. That's where overloading, as we talked about last episode, comes into play, where we need to be continuing. Like the muscle will adapt. So say 20 is really hard the first day. A week later, 20 is not going to be that hard. Mm. Maybe. We're just saying that as like a random time. Yeah, 20 is not going to be that hard. If he just continues to do 20, his body's not going to go like, so say we do 20 the first time. That's our absolute max. Mm-hmm. But the next week, 20 is not that hard because he actually has the capacity to do 30. Mm. But if at that time he just stays doing 20, he's not going to go beyond that 30. 
However, if he does push it, so goes beyond the 20, starts to do 30 every week, so the next week he might be able to do 40. Mm -hmm. But then when we think about diminishing returns... Maybe only 39. Exactly. Hmm. And then as he... Does that 39? Maybe it's only 30? Uh, maybe it's only- 40. Yeah, the yeah, amount that exactly. he increases, it gets smaller and smaller. Exactly. That's um, the thing. But you yeah. need to be overload is one of the most important things to continual progress. Mm. If you want to make progress, we got to continue to overload. Right. Yeah. So at the bottom end, we have our minimum effective dose. That is our maintenance for muscle gain. Mm-hmm. So- it's very low. It's actually very low. So for yeah. all those people, it was this is maybe a little bit less important for us in Australia, but for our international listeners, I know I think the states have gone in different areas have gone into lockdown again recently. This should come, I hope, as a little bit of like calming where if you like push yourself so hard before lockdown or before whatever isolation you have, and you're like, oh, no, I don't want to lose my gains. I don't want to lose my gains. I only have a few dumbbells. I only have some homemade weights, that sort of thing. I'm going to lose it because I can't push it as hard. The minimum effective dose is so much less than what it is to make any progress. It's normally like, let's say like a ballpark, maybe about a quarter of the work that you're doing. So quarter of the volume, quarter of the reps, quarter of the weight. So if and you can get... Like weights that are roughly 25% of what you can get at the gym, you can at least maintain. Yeah. And there's different ways that you can like optimize that program to Mm -hmm. really maximize the amount that you maintain. What you might find is there's some like acute, like. No, you're cute. (laughs) (laughs) There's like some acute D training that occurs, like where you Mm -hmm. might feel like you lose a little bit of muscle mass or a little bit of strength, but you'll Mm -hmm. very quickly get it back because it could be due to like. Water, diet, basic pump. Okay. Question like that. on that. What is what is your I guess your opinion on just like body weight exercising? It is a really, really good way to start. Okay. It's the best way to start. <laughs> but when we're doing body weight, we're limited in our capacity to overload. So right. it all comes back down to overload. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I can do ten squats one week. Mm-hmm. I can do fifteen the next week. Mm. Once I'm doing twenty, then I'm doing cardio though. Or I'm like mm. getting into that cardio limit. We're yeah, not going to say that, that is cardio. The Badlands. Cardio Badlands, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it. We're an anti-cardio podcast now. <laughs> not I the think, podcast, just uh, me. It's just me. Yeah, you I, was was say, I think you started pretty anti-cardio, my friend. Oh, no, I definitely did. I don't like it for myself. Everybody else can do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, like, keep that body weight. Mm. You can do certain things to make it a little bit to overload in different ways, like time under tension, which is slowing the reps down, mm-hmm. but you're still going to be, you're going to hit a point where you're like, I can't go anymore. I can't like progress further without adding weight, while without still, going to a gym. While we're still really close to cardio, is body weight an okay way of just maintaining what you have? It really depends on what you have. Okay. Somebody who's like just started in the gym, average Joe lifter, it'll be more than okay. Yeah. For somebody who's been there for a while, like a bodybuilder or a power lifter, they're going to struggle with just body weight. Say me and Zanet, for Mm. example. Say we go, say, heaven forbid, Victoria or Australia goes into another lockdown. Yep. And we can't get to, well, Zanet has a lot of stuff at home, but say that all breaks. Yeah. Yep. Everything Zanet has breaks. I'm stuck at my house. Um, uh, And... Uh, we've been, how long have we, at this point, it's been like more than a couple of months, right? Yeah, to say three months. Three months. Yeah. We've been going right for like three months with you. 
there have definitely been some gains. Would you say that we could at home using like just basically body weight and cardio maintain what we have? Mostly. I Mostly? think the one that makes it difficult is yeah. the back. Legs and chest, like legs and now pushing movements, so like chest, triceps, shoulders, mm-hmm. they're a lot easier to train because they're like pressing movements. So you can like squat up as you press down into the ground. You can use our body weight a lot more effectively. Yeah, whereas back you need to be pulling something towards you. Okay. But there's like very simple things like get a backpack, fill it with books, things like that, bucket, fill it with sand, and then you can start adding in some rows. So not, I think- doing- So you're still finding weights- yeah, yeah. So, like, you're basically cardio and uh, 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 body weight just can't really. You need something else to help you with back. A little bit, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you can use like uh, table rows where you like, say, you have like a long wooden table that is strong. Mm. You need a strong table. Do not do this with like a flimsy <laughs> Kmart or like IKEA one. Um, <laughs> you want to like grab onto the end of the table, kick your feet in underneath it, and then you pull yourself up to it. So you're like lying underneath the table. Oh yeah, I think I know. Basically like a pull-up almost. Yeah, with your like heels on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Almost like a pull-up. Yeah. It's at least almost. S- it's at least similar. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, all right. I, I was just curious. Um so yeah, I was just curious like, as to how far you could go with cardio. It's and body hard weight. to say. Yeah. Mm. Everybody's so individual mm. and like these things are so there's so many different variables that even play into that where it's like, cool, this is what you're doing mm. for your exercise. How are you eating? How are you moving? How is your like stress levels as well is gonna have a big effect. Sleep and all that. Sleep hundred percent. Mm. Sleep is our recovery. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So that's our minimum effective dose. Mm-hmm. So that's like for you guys in lockdown. But we want to be sitting above our minimum effective dose, trying to get as close to our maximal recoverable volume. Mm-hmm. Right. Cool. So that out of the way. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to dive back into our days and our splits. Yep. So full body is great. For people who don't have a lot of time to go to the gym, mm-hmm. you're not going to be getting as much volume as you would, as we might want. And it's not going to be super optimal, but you know, for beginners, it's a great place to start. Okay. Three days a week, full body training. You're going to get three times a week frequency. Because the volume on the body parts each week is not going to be super huge, it's going to be okay if you do like a day in between each session, something like that, like a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, because there's not as much to recover from. If we're doing like 20 sets on the legs each day, and then you do that Monday, Wednesday, Friday you might have a little bit of overtraining where you have a recovery issue. Yeah. But because like by necessity of the amount of time you can spend in the gym, you won't be doing as much volume. Your body parts are going to be okay. Mm. Making sure to like push the exercises that you're doing as well, get that progress and add some variety in there as well. So you want to be doing like all of your body parts, but you don't want to do the same exercises every time because mainly that gets boring and it's nice to change it up as well. Is it uh, because I am the sort of person where I think I'd much prefer to do the same things every time and then get those because I'm really worried about hurting myself, mm-hmm. especially when you're not around. So do you miss me, Adam? Of course I miss you. But mostly for the for the body pain. PT's a masochist. We all know this. Yes. <laughs> um, why else would I be a dungeon master? Oh, <laughs> so um, mm. what was I saying? Right. To, yes, so I'd rather learn something and then be able to do it very well 
yep. and like know that I've got the technique right. So th- for that reason, I'm fine to do basically the same exercise every single fucking time. Mm. But is there is there because I know different exercises will exercise different muscle groups, and I know there's different exercises that can target the same group. Yep. Is there a benefit to doing different exercises that target the same group for, for like are my yeah, muscles definitely. separate to me in that they're like, oh, we're working the same way but slightly differently. We'll work a little harder. Is that something that actually occurs? It's less that it's working a little harder, yeah. but it's more that different muscles will be working a little harder. So say okay. when we think about a bench press, mm. we're going to be working our chest, our triceps, and our shoulders. Yes. All three of those are going to be working. Mm-hmm. The main driver for that is going to be our chest, followed by the triceps, followed by the shoulders. Okay, I see. All of those muscles are working. But so some are getting, working harder than others. Exactly. Yes. So you're getting volume in for all of those muscles, yeah. but it's not optimal volume, say, for the shoulders. It's not optimal, like, recruitment, fiber Okay, recruitment. I get it. So, so we're breaking down volume by muscle group as well. Yes, definitely. Okay. So we'll go just like- Sorry well, if I've jumped ahead. <laughs> yeah, we've jumped ahead a little bit, but that's all right. Yeah. Um, just to recommendations for volume, basic mm-hmm. level volume between 10 and 20 sets per muscle group per week is- a very good basic level volume training. There's evidence to suggest that upwards of like 30 to 40 sets can still be better than that 20, but we have like very extreme diminishing returns on those and it needs to be done in a way that's very safe. So stick between that 10 and 20 sets and you'll be peachy. All right, I'm, I'm seeing how that breaks down. Okay, okay. So, so in three exercises, like doing five sets each exercise uh, on a muscle group would work up to like 15, which I know is an idea. It, it's it, yep, what was great. the range, sorry? 15 to 15, 20? Uh, 10 to 20. 10 to 20. Oh, well, actually, then it does sit pretty perfectly in the middle. Yeah. But yeah, uh, so that's that's kind of where... All right, I think I'm understanding the, the maths of this. Yeah, so say like, if we're talking about like our chest, shoulders, and triceps, yeah. one day you might want to do our bench press where we're getting a bit of chest, shoulders, and triceps. Next day you might do overhead press where we're getting more shoulder and triceps, not quite chest in there, maybe mm. a little bit depending on how you're doing it. Uh, and then on the next day, you might do like, I don't know, like an incline bench press or something okay. like that, where you're working a little bit of different fibers in the chest and maybe a little bit more shoulder, a little mm. bit more tricep, depending on how you're training it. Okay. So it's adding variety so that we get variety in the recruitment of the muscles, even if they're all, even if you're using all the same muscles for those exercises. Variety, kind of universally good. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> no. Like everything when it comes to like fitness, this is our this is gonna be the catchphrase, it's like it depends. It depends. Gotcha, it depends. Gotcha. But for like training and we wanna keep it spicy. Like we wanna nobody wants to do the exact same. You at a point you would get bored of what you were doing. You'll be shocked. <laughs> <laughs> but go on. But yeah. So that's like our basic three day a week. Mm-hmm. If we wanted to do four days a week, then we'd change it up quite a bit. So rather really? than do full body every day. Mm. We would do an upper lower upper lower, so one okay two days upper two days lower, and you would split them up. So say we have Monday we would do upper, Tuesday we would do lower, rest on Wednesday, Thursday upper, Friday lower, and that's a really nice way to do it. Where we get that twice a week frequency for mm-hmm. our upper body and for our lower body, mm-hmm. and then by having specific upper body and lower body days, we're able to fatigue those specific muscles more so we can overload them more in those sessions. Mm -hmm. And because we have that extra day, 
we also get to add more volume for each. Right. For people just starting in the gym, I would recommend doing three days a week, keep it pretty machine-based, learn the movements, get a connection with your the muscles in your body. From there, add in that fourth day, do that upper-lower split, start to add in a little bit more free weights, some of those more like compound movements as well. So how do you deal when it comes to sort of, I guess, scheduling? How do you deal with, I guess, the unexpected or the just the busyness that is life? Like for myself, for example, like, you know, it was just kind of like, right, I'd love to do this thing, but oh no, an emergency has happened and that's just wiped out a whole day. Or uh, like for myself, I get like a lot of migraines and or a headache or something like that where I'm just like, wow, I've woken up and I am incapacitated. And so I'm just going to lose a day. What happens in like what you sort of in in those situations where it's just like you talking about like me personally? Um, well, yeah, yeah. So there's this lovely thing called body dysmorphia, uh-huh. where uh-huh. you uh-huh. and well, maybe not even body dysmorphia. Let's call it addiction, mm-hmm. where you w- I would feel so much worse mm-hmm. if I were to not train with my headache mm-hmm. or not train at nine o'clock at night when I would already have been asleep for an hour and a half uh-huh. Uh-huh. than if I didn't and I okay. missed it. But now, for say for myself, <laughs> um, so, say for for people who um, maybe do hate their bodies still, yeah, a yeah, bit, yeah, but, but don't like, hate themselves. Yeah, uh, no, that far. maybe not yeah, that far. You, okay. no, I would say don't have the same drive <laughs> that you okay. do. Uh, no, so with that, it's we go cool. We have a week to train. Mm-hmm. Say we can't like this. This happens all the time. So today, mm-hmm. because we're doing a recording session, I have to go out afterwards to do some stuff with work. Mm-hmm. I would normally do a pool session like a pool training session today. However, I'm not able to, so I'm going to move it to Saturday, which is my rest day, and I'm going to keep today as my rest day, then swap it over a little bit. We need to have a little bit of flexibility in our training, Mm -hmm. but you go, cool, we have a full seven days. Okay. You guys are doing three days a week, Mm -hmm. even for people doing four or five. When you get up to six, it Mm -hmm. becomes a little bit more difficult. Six days a week sounds genuinely hard. It's not, Yeah. it's really not the best. Best for <laughs> any like <laughs> so. So before do you, we go to the so, so yeah. before that, ask a quick question. So say um, so we're doing three days a week. We generally yep. do like Mondays, uh, Wednesday, Wednesdays, Friday, and Friday. So I fucked mm-hmm. up on Wednesday. Uh, I was a bit too busy and yep. I couldn't do it. Yesterday, uh, as in we recorded on a Friday. So yesterday, Thursday, I again I. Uh, Work just got ahead of mm-hmm. me. I got swamped. I came so close at, at like again nine o'clock that night, being like, "I'll come so close <laughs> to doing it." Literally about to put on my my um my gym shorts, but then yep. something happened. Then I'm like, "Okay, I guess I'm not doing that." And so it's then, bedtime now. Yeah, it's bed. So, so other stuff happened, and it's now it's bedtime. for the sleep. And so now, um, so this morning, which was usually say be a pool session, I did legs. So would yep. it be better for me now in, say, the afternoon to do the pool session or wait till tomorrow? If you have the time in the week, mm-hmm. wait till tomorrow. Okay. So with that, it's less because the pulling, like, so our pull muscles are going to be like our back, biceps, a little yep. bit of rear delt. The reason is not because those muscles are going to be fatigued from your leg session, mm-hmm. but more because we have a little bit of CNS fatigue, so central nervous system fatigue. Okay. Maybe not as much for yourself because, like, we're not pushing the mm-hmm, sessions mm-hmm, as hard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
get in the gym. <laughs> Look at both of you guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to be hurting you more. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so I got, I got to the gym this week. Hey, you did. That was a great session. It was all right. My legs are still a little sore from that. Hell yeah. That's because we overloaded them. Yeah. I, I tend to find that I, for our sessions, I don't get really fatigued, but I do stay fatigued for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. Like it's more, we're burning up our energy in our body because okay, we're burning the food that we have and like our just okay. general yeah. energy that's stored in the muscles because there is like energy right. in the muscles already stored there. So that's gone as well as some CNS fatigue. So it's good to recover from that before we do another session. Okay. However, if you were like, Zach, I'm not feeling super exhausted after that leg, this mo- leg session this morning. However, Saturday, Sunday, we're recording on a Friday, uh, mm-hmm. super busy. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to have any time at all. I can't wake up earlier. Yeah, I can't yeah, go to yeah. sleep later. I don't have any time. I'd be like, cool, do the session in the afternoon. Okay, cool. Yeah, Take as much time between. Yeah, right. Make sure you eat a little bit more food before your session, mm-hmm. the second one, but still try and get it in. So like having that bit of flexibility and even going, cool, I might have to have only one day in between leg sessions rather than two days where I would really want that. Mm-hmm. You go, cool. I'm going to, on my second leg session, I'm not going to go as hard because I know that I'm already fatigued, mm. but I'm still going to come in, still going to do the work. Having right. a bit of flexibility is always good. Cool. So it's getting better, best to sort of have a bit of a break as opposed to overloading and doing, say, two workouts in one day. If possible. If possible. Yes. All right. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cool. Yeah, so we have our upper lower four mm-hmm. days a week. Great place to kind of progress to. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, you can get that like high volume, which is great. Moving beyond that, we have our five-day... 
five days a week, mm-hmm. which the optimal split for five days a week is upper, lower, push, pull, legs. Mm. So you do one upper session, one lower session, normally do a rest in between. Mm-hmm. So one rest day and then a push session, pull session, leg session. Right. And do you do that Monday to Friday or is it like Monday, Tuesday, break and Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and one of the weekends? Yeah, it's best to have, it doesn't really matter what days of the week, but it's mm-hmm. best to have a rest day between your upper lower set, like at the end of your lower session, mm-hmm. it's best to have a rest day in there because then you get two days between your upper body training it at the start of the week and then your upper body training it again at the end of the week. So we're going to be in our upper session, we're going to be working our chest and our back, like a push and pull in the one session. Mm-hmm. But then if we go upper, lower, no rest day, just push, pull, mm. that push, those muscles working for push, so our chest, shoulders, triceps, they're not going to have optimal time to recover, which is about that two days. Gotcha. So we might not to might not be able to go quite as hard as we would want to, mm. whereas putting that rest day in the middle is more optimal where we get that little bit of extra time to recover so we can push it hard again at the end of the week. Mm. On top of that, we also get that, once again, twice-a-week frequency. That is where we're like really trying to hit it. We're trying to get twice-a-week for everything. So we get twice-a-week for upper body, twice-a-week for lower body. Gotcha. Which oh, is great. Sense. And then because we obviously have five sessions a week now, we can increase the volume for everything once again. So more volume, more progress. That's what we want. Making sense. And so going beyond that to six, what, yep. what's, what's that about? <laughs> so six is for, I wouldn't even, so for optimal progress, this is like a little bit of maybe personal preference. And then mm-hmm. some people would suggest otherwise. There's, it's one of those things where in the literature, you can kind of, Call upon research for both, where mm-hmm. it kind of depends on who you are. Going back to like last episode when we're talking about steroids, yeah, mm-hmm. steroids increase your recovery. Mm-hmm. So oh, okay. for people on steroids, ah, seven days a week, baby. Exactly, ex- of course, hundred percent. Exactly, like you have your body's just all day. recovering mm-hmm. all the time. Whereas all like for day, us, every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you'd be able to have that high recovery, but because we're staying natural. Mm-hmm. It's going to be that thing of like, oh, cool. Six days a week is really pushing the limit of what our body can recover from. And if you are really optimizing your rest, mm-hmm. your diet in particular as well, and the optimizing training on the day. your rest. I feel like I'm an expert at that one. <laughs> I reckon I'm, I fail that one. I, I yeah, you'd up. be surprised. Rest is hard. Too, oh, no, I think so too. Uh, no, okay. I'm pretty good. I don't know. Yeah, I'm great at it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, ask me how I slept last night. Yeah, yeah, how'd, how'd you sleep, sleep? last night? Uh, very poorly. <laughs> <laughs> now we get to it. <laughs> I'm saving up all my sleep for one day of yeah. the week. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, it'd be nice at work that way. Oh my God, right? <laughs> right? Just like, I like, uh, actually know that one. I'll uh, knock off a whole Friday and I'm there. I'm just asleep for 24 hours. Oh God. Mm. Yeah. So if you were somebody who has everything really optimized, you don't have as much, like really doing that six days a week, mm-hmm. you don't have any flexibility. You need to have that rest day in the middle of, so mm-hmm. what you would do is like push, pull legs, push, pull legs. So two push, two pull, two legs. And you need that rest day right in the middle of them. The problem with that is you can't, yeah, you're just trying to get as much like recovery in between. There's a lot of central nervous system fatigue, which would be occurring. Mm-hmm. So you really need to choose your exercises carefully. It's one that's very difficult to optimize. 
And right. sticking to that five days a week, yeah. like progress occurs through recovery. Mm-hmm. If we're limiting the amount of recovery time that we have, mm-hmm. you're not going to get those. You're not necessarily okay. going to be making the best progress. You might go more is better. Like this mm-hmm. whole idea of like more, 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 more. Like I want to be going so hard, like to mm-hmm. get the best progress. It's like sometimes doing a bit less is better. It's hard for somebody like myself who's addicted to the gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I want to be pushing it hard every day. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, sometimes less is more. Dumb brain is always like, no, push till hurt. And then that good. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, that's not necessarily the best thing. So who would not. you recommend going that six days a week? Are those people who are in like competition or are those people who is like, if you are just like, I want to maintain fitness and I want to either be healthier, stronger or fitter, would you ever be like, okay, cool. And like, I you know, say, for example, I've got the time. Would you be like, yeah, sure. Let's do six days. I is there ever any of those kind of moments? I would never recommend it. Okay. If somebody said to me, I really want to do six days mm-hmm. and I'm like, cool. We are staying on top, like so strict with your diet, mm-hmm. with your rest. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to be training like the program. You might go, cool, six days. We can add more volume. We probably just going to leave the volume where it is. We're going to keep it a little bit yeah. lower because adding more at that point is going to like, just add even more of a recovery stimulus, which depending on how that person is, might not be achievable. So then we Mm. get into that overtraining phase where we're going above our MRV, our maximum recoverable volume. Okay. So it's it's a difficult one. I think five is optimal. Mm -hmm. I think it's great. That's what I do for myself. Mm -hmm. I think that's where you should probably keep it. Some people could do six. What days of the week do you do for your five? Uh, On a regular week. Yeah, a regular week. Oh no, you guys. No, give me a fucked up week. You guys guys are gonna. (laughs) Give me a week you made a mistake. You're like, damn, fuck, fuck, you're on the train. You're like, shit, I'm late. Holy shit, I'm so late. You You guys are gonna understand my my secret shame. Yeah. Yeah. Listeners, this is a circumstance of do as I say, not as I do. (laughs) Okay, okay. Oh, here it is. He's doing the six. He's doing the six. No, I don't do the six. I do the five, but I do. (laughs) I'll do. Monday push, Tuesday pull, Wednesday legs. Mm -hmm. Then I will go for Thursday push, Mm -hmm. Friday pull. Okay, so I've noticed there's there's something missing. Mm, No, Um, I don't think there is anything missing. I don't know what you're talking about. That rest thing you were saying is missing. Oh, no, rest Saturday, Sunday. Like It depends. (laughs) That's not what's missing. You you don't understand the shame, which is great. Not at all. The real shame for me is uh, in our frequencies... Uh-huh. Let's do a bit of a numbers game. What do we, what days do I have two of? Ah, gotcha. We have two push, we have two pull, but we're only hitting legs once a week. Gotcha. Ah, because I'm a little bitch. Gotcha. <laughs> I but hate everyone leg hates day. legs day. Exactly. So, okay. <laughs> so it's really funny because, oh God, I hope none of my clients listen to this because yeah, your oh, legs none are of them... disgusting. <laughs> They're gross. They make I me want to vomit. Like, oh my no. God, I would never want <laughs> yeah. your exact body. Um, oh my thankfully, God. No, thankfully, but, I do have like... Yeah. My, the way that I justify it to myself is I'm like, genetically, I have quite large legs, so it doesn't okay. take a lot to grow them. So I'm like, yeah, that's why I don't train yeah, them yeah. enough. Um, but like all my clients, I'm like, yeah, you're going to train legs twice a week while I'm sitting on my throne with just filthy legs. legs. Disgusting. <laughs> There's only one day. Gross. So why don't you break up a day with training or is it just that you just want to keep your weekends free? Uh, I just kind of like I want to keep the weekends free. All right. It just makes it easier. I do still get like, because I'm doing push pull mm-hmm. push pull rather than upper lower mm-hmm. i do get that two days 
in between doing a push session. Okay. So if I did Monday upper, Tuesday lower, Wednesday push, mm-hmm. then I would only have that lower session as the recovery for my pushing muscles for my upper body. Yeah. However, because I'm doing push pull legs, I have say I do push on Monday. Mm-hmm. If I'm training it on Thursday, I have Tuesday and Wednesday to get that recovery for it. Explain as well. this before. Keep yeah, up, SpongeBob. Yeah, I'm getting <laughs> one, sorry. Day one, SpongeBob. <laughs> day one, SpongeBob. However, like I do. Less, I feel like I'm sometimes I'll play around with it where like I will do a rest day in the middle of the week. Sometimes mm. I won't. It really depends on like what I want to do on the weekend. It's like, it's that flexibility side of things where okay. I'm still going to be recovering optimally if I'm doing five days mm. Monday to Friday. Yeah. Because of how I structured it, if I did upper, lower, pushable legs, I would have to change it up a little bit. But because I'm a bitch and I only do legs once a week, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, guess. I can like fit it in and change it up how I want. All right. Okay. Cool. So your th- so is it your the the goal for a lot of people if they can uh, fit into their schedule five days a week is great to build up to five days a week. Okay. We never want so this is a little bit more of like a high level concept, but we have this term called volume loading, mm-hmm. where it's a means of progressive overload. So we have yeah, progressive overload is like what we we're talking about before, where we want to be continuing to apply greater and greater stimulus on the muscle. Yep. We can do that through different aspects of our training, whether it's we need mm. to be progressively overloading the weight that we're doing or the reps that we're doing, or we can do it through the volume. Mm. So when we add those days, we give ourselves a higher potential for volume. Mm. So the amount that I can cram into an hour three days is obviously less than what I can cram into an hour four days a week. Mm-hmm. So we get to slowly build up their volume and when we build it up we get more optimal progress than going from nothing to four or nothing to five as well as like there's the psychological component of it where if you throw someone straight into the gym doing like five days a week a lot of people are going to like fall off they're like this is too much it's not like i don't like it it's not as fun anymore where Mm. you start three you get used to the gym you start to get a routine and then you go cool I'm really enjoying what I'm doing now, but I want to do more, not I feel like I have to. Rather yeah. than putting the frog in the 100-degree pod, yeah, exactly. you put him in at fucking 30, and then Hasn't you that been debunked? Yeah, I, I was going to say that. <laughs> well, apparently it works with humans, so maybe ah. it works with frogs as well. Humans are not as clever as we think, and we can survive in a room that's 100 degrees Celsius. That seems wrong. Jesus yeah. Christ. I forget where. I think it was in New Mexico, but there was some like lab mm-hmm. where the it, it was like a concealed contained space, mm. and it was always a bit hot, and there were a couple of scientists working there, and then something fouled up or like something got mixed up, and then the room slowly reached 100 degrees Celsius, and the two scientists were like, wow, it's... Um, is it just me or is it a bit hotter than it usually is? <laughs> <laughs> but they were both there for like a little while. Oh they survived. Oh my God. Huh. Damn. Fuck that. Yeah. Okay. You would eventually die. You would get heat stroke 100%. I don't. Surely, surely. I don't yeah. know what the research there is. So your body yeah. needs to stay at like that 37 degrees yeah, an internal Celsius internal temperature. system. But our it's, body's pretty good at regulating that it temperature. It is, but the way that it regulates it is through like sweat. Mm. So like we're going to have our like physical cooling mechanisms. There's only so much liquid in the body. Mm. Once that once that's all gone, yeah, the body's not going to cool down anymore. It's going to die. <laughs> right. Okay. So did you start, I guess when you were starting, did you do the whole like three day, four day, five day? Or were you because you're like, I need to go to the gym? I honestly don't remember. I'm okay. pretty sure I started with three days. Yep. 
I definitely started with three days. Mm. It was not necessarily full body. It was more three days. I'm in the gym. I'm going to do whatever I want because yep, I have yep, no yep, idea yep. what to do. Three days, still three days of arms. Oh yeah, baby. Yeah, I understand arms every concept. day. Doing an abs day. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. do an abs day. <laughs> it's not a good idea. Add your abs if you want to do like training abs. Mm. Which honestly, like, uh, it's debatable whether it's worthwhile or not. But do it in your leg day. Don't make it a full day, please. Okay. Don't make the same mistakes. I won't. Good. <laughs> Um, yeah, because at the moment we're doing the three I, days, and it's it's quite nice because just because of the nature of the job, and because of yeah. like just like you know personal life and social life, just things happen. So yep. it's nice to kind of have like you know catch up days and just be like, okay, cool. Well, I fucked up on Monday, but hey, Tuesday I got this, and then Wednesday I'm I'm not doing pull or yeah. push. So that's fine, and you will be fine to do that for the rest of your training career. Okay. Like, that is more than okay. We're yeah. not worried about stepping on a bodybuilding stage, no. or about like achieving like the next level of like human potential. No, not at all. So that's <laughs> not saying that those things are what I'm trying to do, but I'm also mm. saying that's not what I'm not trying to do. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So for us, would you be like, okay, if we say stick for this for how long would you be like, hey guys, you're doing pretty decent with the three days. Why don't you go to four? Like at what point are you like, oh, maybe you should go to four days. I'd, I'd throw that potential up now. Oh, Actually, really? no, I would get you in the gym first. Get okay. you like continuous training in the gym. <laughs> See how that goes for a little bit, and mm-hmm. then maybe like a month in, okay, right about there, like of consistent hard training. So if you're just like going in and doing eh. pissing around a little bit, like don't worry too much about it. Just I'm so sorry, it's not I, that I had to quickly look it up. It's apparently humidity is a big deal. Yeah. So 100%. if it's 100 degrees Celsius and humid, it's the that sweating thing. You, you, your sweat doesn't is just not as effective. Oh, uh, but because it was like an enclosed space and it was like a dry room or whatever, yeah. they were able to survive a little bit because they could just sweat. And also, I looked it up really quickly. They didn't notice. Someone else came in and was like, there's been Damn. a mistake. You've got to get out of this room. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fuck. They yeah. were just focused. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> All right. And just to finish us off for the episode, yep. we'll talk about one of the last splits. So one mm. more split that is... Like a very classic one for people to do. It's what we call a bro split, which is like the old school bodybuilding split. It's not yeah. optimal. It's great fun. Mm. It's what I like started with mainly. But um, bro split is just like also known as like a body part split is where you do chest one day, it triceps, like arms another day, shoulders another day, legs another day, back another day. And you just do it like each different muscle group once a week, split like them over to a few fatigue. Days. Like, yeah, essentially. Okay. But you're not getting that frequency in and yeah, whatnot. Right. That's why it's, like, not the best. It's good fun, though. Like, it's, yeah. it's a great... You're, like, arm day? Fuck yes. I'm going to have, like, the best pump at the end. But, like, it's not that great. <laughs> you don't think it's a it's great... great. It, you don't think it's a great way to set it up? Definitely not. Yeah. So would you do that, like, you know, for funsies once every oh, few months? Maybe not every few months, but more like... Once a year. <laughs> yeah, once a year if you really wanted to. Or, like, you would do, like, a body part workout with a mate like like oh cool okay. me and my bro are gonna go for a session let's do like a full arm session like just mm-hmm. just for shits and gigs to have a bit of fun because that's what it's a voice for. it's you <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah you know oh, i'm God, just like so my true. friend yeah, do, do. Yeah, let's do an arm session <laughs> yeah, okay all right dude you oh, do God. that yeah i'm putting on a voice for something you do <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> Look at me, I'm sitting down recording a podcast oh, with yeah. a big dickhead. Look, yeah. I'm, I'm out of my... <laughs> Look at me making noises with my mouth, flapping ba, 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 ba. about. Ba, 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 ba. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I guess in in summary, so yep. we we went over, I guess, basically the so there's really like the, the three day split, four day split, and the five day split. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. a little so, bit into six, and mm-hmm. then the important things that we're trying to optimize for those, which are frequency, recovery, and volume, as okay. well as knowing, like learning a little bit about maximum recoverable volume, mm-hmm. and then yeah, there were a, I was about to say the dose. There was a bunch of acronyms. Sorry, give us the acronyms: MRV yeah. and MED. What are they? Maximum recoverable volume and minimum effective dose or minimum effective volume. Mm. All right. And, cool. and what do they mean? <laughs> Again, for people who are dumb. Again. Okay. So maximum recoverable volume is the absolute maximum amount of volume or work you can do in a week mm-hmm. or whatever time span before you become overtrained, mm-hmm. which is a point where you're no longer making progress, but you're training so much that you actually start to detrain yourself. You okay. lose progress. Gotcha. And then minimum effective dose or minimum effective volume is the minimum amount of work you need to do in order to maintain the muscle that you have on your body. Hmm. Which right. is around, very generally, is like around 20 25%. to 25% yeah. of gotcha. what you're doing to progress. Hmm. All right, and so just a very quick, I guess, rapid fire. So a three-day split would be sort of your full body, three, full body, days, a three days a week, and usually like your Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Great way to split up. Yep. Mm. And so going on to four days a week, you're doing Monday, Tuesday, rest on Wednesday, and then Thursday, Friday. For upper lower. So and upper lower. Upper, upper lower, lower, rest, upper lower. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the five-day split is upper lower, rest, push-pull legs. Cool. And again, then there's the sixth day, which is push, pull, legs, rest, push, pull, legs. But like, try and stay away from that one mm. unless you like really just want to be in the gym. You're not doing it for optimal progress at that mm. point. You're pretty much just doing it to be in the gym. Yeah, right. So yeah, for me, the most appealing ones are the three and four day split. Yeah, I'm like, that. that. That gives you a lot and of flexibility. 100%. I think four days where you want to get to. Yeah. Four day, mm. well, like once you hit four day, you're like, cool, I can mm. sit with this for the rest of my career and I guess really one, well. One, I guess, quick question there, because again, uh, the biggest problem I, I think with like with fitness is people finding the time and being yeah. like, how can I find the time to do you know, whatever I need to do? How are, I guess, how long are those sessions would you recommend? Because this is the, this is the problem. And now everything is like, well, it depends of what you have. But again, if we can go yep. to the gym, say three times a week and do a full body exercise or full body kind of, I guess, you know, uh, exercise in, in say an hour, is that kind of like what you would expect? Or are you like, well, you're doing a full um, body. You probably get that in around about an hour and a half or to answer that. Mm-hmm. Gonna have to tune in next week for oh. our part two of oh. programming. Oh, well, on that note, I've been Joel. I've been Adam. And I've been Zach. Happy lifting. Thanks for listening to Super Gym Friends. Once again, we are not medical doctors, physiotherapists, or dietitians. We are, at best, bumbling fuckwits. So please check with a healthcare professional before making any changes. If you want to get in touch, send us an email at supergymfriends at gmail.com. And to continue the conversation, head on over to our Sandspans Discord or Facebook group. Links to those are in the show notes. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.